This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Welcome to episode 23 of the Galen Trombley Show. Um, Ellie, how are you doing tonight? Oh, okay. with, sorry. Oh, <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> and Galen. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. So, actually, it hasn't been a while. Just, I, just my a week. Mind, yeah, just a week. Just a week. Um, how you been, Ellie? Good. Good? Yeah. yeah. Nice day out? Nice day out. Moving in. That's, oh, that's right. Oh, we didn't even have a topic, but now we have a topic. Oh, we have a, yeah, we have a second topic. Give us, give us your topic, and then I'll talk about our other topic. So go um, ahead. I bought a house. That's my topic. I'm moving in this that's weekend. That's cool. Yep. yep. So have you guys moved in yet? No. Like Philly? Uh, we got the keys Wednesday night and have been moving boxes here or there, but we're, we don't have a truck till Saturday, so... Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you guys have actually been in the house and like walked around. It's yeah. Like, cool. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's exciting. It's awesome. The dog is, um, doesn't care for the backyard, but. Oh, really? He just wants to hang out with us. I thought he would be excited to run around and he just sat by the door staring in while we were unpacking. Okay. Well, that's. <laughs> He's a big that's, baby. That's good. Well, yep. I can't wait for the housewarming party. That'll be fun. Yep. So, um, no, that's super exciting. I knew, obviously, we were looking forward to that. That was, I say we. I mean, you guys were <laughs> looking forward to it, but. Collectively. I was collectively, all of us were there in spirit, but that's always exciting to have your own place it's kind of like it's kind of like the big adult move that you're like wow this is cool yeah the best part about owning your own home is that you one you can do anything you want to it but like you know when you're a kid and your parents made you do certain things like yes. cleaning and this and that i mean yes i clean but i'm saying like <laughs> you can just do stuff when you want to do it it's not like it has to be there's like there's not a hard deadline on when you got to like wash the dishes if you wash John the dish- gets real mad if i don't wash my dishes but i'm saying like i wash the dishes <laughs> like the dishes gotta be washed before night but like yep. it's one of those deals like you don't have to be washed at like five or six o'clock and if you, you want to wash them at like set, bed, if you want to wash yeah. yeah yeah oh no i actually am neurotic on that too i pick it up i don't leave stuff on my end tables like i, I try not to but you need to have a glass all night by I, your bed i do I bring, I bring a cup of water next to me oh okay but i always bring it back into the kitchen in the morning and i usually just leave it on like our island because i don't like waste if it's a glass of water you don't need to like rewash it rewash i just it. use a shaker bottle because i knock stuff off well in my sleep. that's the other one too I, yeah. I have or i just have a shaker bottle which just goes to the gym in the morning with yeah. me because that way i don't have to wash two dishes so i think i still have a little bit of like that college lifestyle where you don't want to wash multiple dishes but conserve water yeah we'll go with that environment. <laughs> we'll go with that um all right so topics today we have two of them uh we had a loyal fan reach out to us on instagram and um the two topics that he would like to hear about First one is explain, I'm going to put it in how he said it, and then I'm going to kind of adjust it a little bit, but he said, explain how real estate has changed in the past 20 years. Um, I can kind of talk a little bit about it, but I'm going to go more on what it's been like the last um, like nine to 10 years since mm-hmm. I've been in it. Um, but first off, in the past 20 years, we're going back to, what, 1999? So I was third or fourth grade at the time. So I was a little kid, but taking that into consideration, I, my dad has been in it for a long time. I just remember the early 2000s, early 2000s. And of course, coming from stories of current agents that have been around for a long time, or my dad, they kind of talked about that back then everything was just like crazy. There were so many homes selling and buying and things like that. And obviously our economy was very good at the time. Yeah probably um too good which is why we've had you know kind of a little bit of a bubble in uh seven and eight but um basically what happened was everything was we had you know very high home prices we had the record amount of sales things like that well 2007 eight came along that totally tanked um and i say totally tanked i mean relative to the area it did obviously relative to 
nationally, we weren't as bad as some major places in the area. You know, yeah. you start going like Florida and Las Vegas and Detroit and all these places that really got hit hard. We weren't that extreme. Yeah. Um, we usually, we usually, uh, our peaks aren't as drastic as other places in the country, but uh, relative to our normal area, took a big drop. I came in January of 2000, uh, 2011, January 2011 is like basically my first official month. Mm-hmm. Um, we were at the very low end of that. It was definitely a, um, a buyer's market, uh, meaning that there was a ton of homes for sale, which is opposite. We'll get to that, I guess, but opposite yeah. of what we see now. ton of homes for sale, not a lot of people that could afford them because they had been so used to the old lending practices, which were no more, and they got much more stricter. Yeah. So we saw, I came in, very much a buyer's market. You mm-hmm. could go see multiple houses. You could see them the next week. You could see them the next month. They're still in the market. Um, and prices slowly drop because people had to get out from under their homes. We yeah. saw more foreclosures, more short sales. So every year since 2011, so the past nine years, we have been climbing in price. We have been climbing in the amount of buyers that can afford homes. Mm-hmm. And we have been decreasing in the amount of people selling their homes. And that really... That balance, that buyer's market shifted into a seller's market, I would say about a year and a half. to. We started seeing it probably close to two years ago, but I'd say about a year and a half to a year ago is when we really kind of definitely flipped the tide on there, flipped the you know the switch on that. And now we're in what we call a seller's market, mm-hmm. meaning that there's not a lot of homes for sale. Um, a lot of buyers are now used to the guidelines and, pr- and practices and things that you need to have done in order to get a loan. That's now become the new norm. You know, anybody that's, you know, buying their first home, like you've never known anything different. So you've been, you're comfortable at it where, you know, people back that were trying to buy in, you know, 2008, 9, 10, 11, it was new to them. Like, crap, we got to now start saving up. So that pushed things back a few years. So we've seen it now switch to a seller's market. So I guess from an inventory price standpoint like that, that's what has changed. Now, this is going to segue into the second part, but. The second question he had was, what does the future look like in real estate when it comes to technology? So I'm going to kind of transition into that. Mm-hmm. How has technology changed in the last nine years? When I first came in, um, Zillow and Realtor.com and all those sites, I they might have been in the infancy. Nobody was using them up here. Um, MLS was still big. We still had people... We still had a lot of people doing open houses. We still had a lot of people doing um, caravans where the offices would drive around and Everybody would look at the houses and they would, you know, make, see if matched up with their clients. That's crazy. Yeah. Like I think it was like Thursdays, like offices would travel or Tuesdays, something like that. Offices would travel around. They'd get in like one or two cars or vans. They would drive around, go to a bunch of different listings and like preview the homes. It was an office preview. Whoa. Yeah. And that used to be a big thing back in the day. And, um, when I got in up until probably five, six years ago, it really dropped to, there was only, I think there was only two offices that I know that really did caravans and nobody does those anymore. It's, yeah. it's useless. You have 24 hour open houses online. Everybody yeah. knows everything about your home. They see every room of the house. Uh, there's no reason to have to go to the house to preview it, to see, do, do you think my client would like it? You certainly can. Um, I, I don't have time to do that. And yeah. I'm sure most agents don't want to waste their time going to a bunch of homes that most people can find online. And to be honest, I go into a lot of homes anyways. So I guess I'm kind of previewing homes by default just because I have showings with clients, which is, which is, you know, fun. It's nice to know the inventory out there because I'm already going to the house with a client. Uh, But technology wise, we've seen a huge shift and I'm very active on social media. Um, I would say as one of 
I, I still think I'm ahead of the curve in social media. Absolutely. And, and I think that when I first got into social media and Facebook and business pages, I think I might have been the first one to have a Facebook business page. And if I was, then I was the first one to consistently use their Facebook business page. Yeah. And I, I'm just, I try to stay ahead of the curve in marketing and things like that. But back five years ago, I knew where the mar- marketing was heading. It was heading. I knew where marketing was heading, um, so I've tried to stay up on that and try to be kind of a forward thinker on that. And, and Instagram, I've I've been able to capitalize on that. I'm mm-hmm. always always tweaking. I have a few things now I'm testing out to see if they work. Part of it's the podcast, see if it works. Part of it is today Jordan is following us or following me along all day. We're kind of doing a little bit of a day in the life. I'm going to see how that works. That might tank might be awful but i'm gonna try it yeah. and if it works cool it's actually it's actually been kind of fun besides jordan hasn't been able to go out and tan today because it's super sunny but it's all right <laughs> she'll be fine um but technology wise has shifted completely into that aspect um now you're starting to see drone footage like you know that was used to be kind of a taboo thing you know i would say a handful of agents you know use drones here and there i used one the other day um i'm showing a house tomorrow you know, another agent who's been around for a long time, you know, she's got a house that has drone footage and I'm not finding those because now they're more commercially available or mm-hmm. more, I say commercial, but people can buy drones, yeah, personalized drones and stuff and you can get your license and fly them. So that, I mean, that's like a new technology that's now becoming kind of the norm, but you know, a year or two ago, that might've been like the hot new thing. Now it's still new, but it's not as new as what we were seeing before. Yeah. Um, there's, there's other cool things that people are doing. Um, but I think technology has shifted in things are better. Things are more accessible. Like this microphone podcast setup. I didn't spend an arm and a leg to get it. I, mm-hmm. you know, I do have some money invested in, in it because it, they are good mics and good recording systems. And I mean, I, I didn't, um, go cheap on it, but I also wasn't dropping a boatload of money on it. So the fact that I can buy this stuff very, very easily and have it you know shipped to me and get it set up and be podcasting within a week of purchasing is pretty cool um same thing with technology like i mean the fact that we can film on a phone in 1080 or even actually you can film in 4k on the new iphones holy cow really yeah i think that jordan's phone's actually really nice um but you know and i got like a i got a mic that's um, a directional mic not these mics when you guys look uh watch it on uh, facebook or youtube the mic i'm using is a high-end directional mic, so a, spot, a shotgun mic kind of thing, so mm-hmm. it picks up sound better than the actual phone. Well, the phones, I mean, obviously, they're not as good as a two, three, four thousand dollars camera or, or more, but they do the job, yeah. and you weren't doing that. I mean, when I first got a phone, I was using a flip phone, yeah. and <laughs> phones without cameras, yeah, like, yeah, all, these, yeah. like all, all these crazy things, but um, so technology has leaps and bounds in nine years, and the fact is every year, technology gets uh, more... I guess, well, yeah, compounded and exponential. Yeah. Um, where does technology heading? Um, I've, I've heard of things like VR, virtual reality, people like putting on, you know, um, glasses or whatever, and they can film around and actually physically like walk through the room like they're at the showing, Just but they're not insane. actually at the showing. Yeah. Um, I've heard other, you know, things about and, and different ideas. I wouldn't say technology, but different ways that offices are going without offices, meaning that your virtual offices, meaning agents kind of work in a virtual world. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure any agent out there has gotten emails on join this, you know, hundred percent commission. And then, but obviously there's catches. You pay Always. this, you pay that, you pay this and mm-hmm. that, but it, um, there's, there's different ways things are doing it. It usually typically catches on in the cities and migrates out towards us a few years later. Um, but I think the always a big thing is with technology. Cause you talk about like 
you know, Whole Foods having automatic scanners and pricing that you don't need cashiers. I don't think real estate is going to lose agents. I think it's an industry where we're not going to be replaced as agents. I think a lot of the stuff we do is going to be replaced. Yeah. Things will become more efficient. But at the end of the day, buying and selling homes, there's so much human emotion and human um, conditions that are in a home that I, I find it so funny when people look at the Zestimate. I mean, the Zestimate is about as, <laughs> is about as ridiculous as, as, I mean, it, it's not, yeah, it's stupid. It's ridiculous. And then I, yeah. I've heard agents that use comps for homes that they put it in a computer program and they spit out a number and they use it and they factor that's the number the house is worth. It's like, guys, there, there's so much more involved in homes in pricing in conditions in strategy because it's, there's such a human element in everything that we do that I think using sites like that or going off a Zestimate is like the lazy, easy way out that kind of, to me, it's mean, flawed. well, to me, it just means like you probably don't know what you're doing that well. Cause mm-hmm. I think there is an art to pricing homes. There really is. And I've, I've studied it. I practiced it, you know, experience here, good, bad. I just came from one. We're actually going to another one late tonight. We have these conversations with people and a lot yeah. of it is I literally sit there and I, do I know the number before going? 99% of the time, I don't know because I need to know literally every single thing that I can get from that seller for information. I got to get exactly why they're moving. I got to get their why, why they're moving. I get, you know, anything that you can think of that would factor into a home price. I have to sit down and have a conversation, discuss everything. So I'm on the same page. I can maximize what they can do to sell a property. I can make sure I know the correct strategy to, to sell their home and move them into the next home or downsize or rent or travel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, technology cannot do that. Yeah. Um, so I think technology is going re- re- to replace inefficiencies, which is great. It's going to make things more efficient. It's going to make things more user-friendly or aesthetically pleasing to buyers and sellers. Um, I don't think it will ever replace agents. I don't... Brokerages have to change. Um, I think our office, I think, I truly believe is at the forefront of that. I think I'm very um, um, progressive in Mm -hmm. the way that I think we're going to run the company. Um, And I like that. And I think that's going to shift a lot um, in the future. I also really think that us being an independent company, um, I truly believe that you're going to see a major change. downfall of franchises in the future um not to say next year or the year after but i don't think you're gonna see the big name franchise um owners that you see they're not gonna have as much relevant or relevancy as it was before mm-hmm. um i think real estate is a very much an individual effort pers- um, thing obviously the brokerage supports and that's what we try to that's kind of the business model that i've tried to establish and also um, compensating agents for what they bring to the table, meaning yeah. they should be compensated more than what they've been paid in the past. And I think a lot of that, I think, is going to be cool. So I think technology is is only going to help us, and I'm very bullish on good technology as mm-hmm. being a partner, not an enemy. Um, so yeah, I think that's how real estate is changing or will be changing. So. Yeah. I know we got to run. We're going to cut this short very briefly, but I think those were good topics. Yeah, I think so. So thank you um, to our loyal listener, Larry, who gave us the great <laughs> topics. If you guys actually, no, seriously, if you guys, there's anything that you guys want to know and, and we're always open to hearing new topics and going off and, and, and kind of going, it gives me something to talk about that maybe I'm like, oh, that's actually a really good thing. I didn't even think about that. Those are two yeah. phenomenal topics and yeah. I think we gave some good information there. So um, yeah, we're going to cut off there because we're both going to be late to our next showing. So for <laughs> Ellie, 
and Galen. Uh, that is episode number 23 of Realty Talk. We will see you all next week. Bye.